Maximum bacon. That's a lot of bacon. Tis, tis. <laughs> that joke's never gonna get old. You were uh, cutting out, but I think I know where we're at here. Uh, we're gonna be squeezing two weeks worth of football into 30 minutes of tailgate talk, starting right now. So uh, we missed a little bit there. Um, had some technical difficulty. And then uh, my parents were in town, so it was just not feasible for us to get together. I know you had some stuff to do with the in-laws. You were up in Charlotte, and it was we were all hither and there, and here we are now. But anyway, we find ourselves two weeks later. The Redskins are on a bit of a winning streak. Four and two. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense, because we just saw the Carolina Panthers beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Who the Redskins beat. The Redskins beat the Panthers. That doesn't make any sense, right? Like, I was really surprised by that. I was more surprised by the Redskins beating the Panthers than I was by the Redskins beating the Cowboys. Same. Yeah. And actually, we handled the Panthers pretty good. It was just a six-point, you know, final deficit. But uh, I felt like we outplayed them pretty much the whole game. And uh, that made me feel pretty good. That being said... They play good from uh, ahead. The way that we've played... Overall, I have no idea how we're four and two. Like uh, the defense is the answer, but uh, you know the defense looks surprisingly good. Uh, and it's that front. It's that defensive. It's that defensive front. Those those big old Alabama boys are just uh, they're, they're being they're worth every bit of their draft grade right now. If they can continue that long term, the Redskins got a very, very good defense on their hands. Like uh, that, that makes the whole team look good if those guys can dominate the way they are. Correct, and Matt Ioannidis um, as well. So we do. I mean, easily top five defensive front in football, going from two years ago having one of the worst in football. So I'm very yeah. happy <laughs> about where we're at there. Um, I will say though, like uh, watching the Cowboys game. Uh, there are times, though, they didn't get home, and there was a lot of times they didn't get home, and Dad got away, and that's how they got the first down. They really, they're going to have to find somebody in the, the linebacker group that's going to really help them out there, like, uh, or figure that out in general, because if, they, if you've got a mobile quarterback, it looks like uh, that's a bit, of a, a bit of a hole there in the defensive scheme. To me, I think the game plan was who scares us more, Dak or Zeke, and I think that... They kind of let Dak go a little bit because he is less of a threat than Elliott with his feet. Oh, they for sure dare the Cowboys to beat, uh, like, for, for they dared Dak to beat the Redskins with his arm. Right. Like, they dared him. And, like, he, he hit him big on that one play, that one touchdown. Hit him big. Got uh, Strowman bit coverage. hard. I think he broke his teeth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, for, for the most part, uh, they, you know what I mean? Like that, they stood up against him, and they they didn't give him anything. No, no, they actually their defense played really well. They're the reason we won that game. Like, also had a defensive touchdown. So, it, without the defense, <laughs> we don't win that game. That defensive touchdown was ridiculous. Like, uh, 
What was he doing? <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> I'm going to drop the ball. You can scoop it up and run in. Like, right. that play was like uh, the, the Alex Smith uh, version of not running out of bounds there for the end of the game, and we'll talk about it in a second. Right. But, like, he just, like, uh, it's like, take the two. Take the two. And Sam, he just <laughs> he just threw it right to his hands, basically. <laughs> He's like, here's a touchdown. He's like, thank you, sir. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that touchdown. Yeah, I don't even want to think about the other result if he would have just taken the two. But, uh, you know, our, our offense was bad, bad. Like, uh, the offense scared Horrible. me. Like, and honestly, going, knowing that we're four and two feels good, but I've honestly felt it's better weird. about a two and four Redskins team than this four and two Redskins team. Do you feel you know like, I mean. you feel like this is a Zorn team? Do you feel like it's like that six and two Zorn team right now? Some, like false positives? Um, in a Waiting for that other kinda, shooter like, drop? I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm happy with where we're at, but I I honestly feel better having a good defense than I would have just having a good offense. Um, if that makes any sense. Uh, yeah, like uh, I mean, good defense as as always, and and I believe the old adage that defenses do win Super Bowls, and the Redskins are playing really well. They're first right now in overall defense. Very nice. Which is which is saying something, considering like you said. Earlier, how bad they were just a few seasons ago on defense. Yeah. They were terrible, like historically terrible. Yeah, especially on third down. And the offense could honestly still click. I mean, the only positive thing on our offense right now is Adrian Peterson. And I know you're not a huge fan of his, but um, I think that during the game they compared him to John Riggins' comeback at that age, like multiple times. Um, he's having a similar type situation as Riggins was at that age. We'll see. Yeah, I'd love it. I'd love it if uh, we had a Riggins result at the end of the year. I mean, at least the first year, not the not the second year. The Super Bowl <laughs> seventeen, not the eighteen. Yeah, but he was like NFL MVP the the year they didn't win the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's insane. But uh, I mean, you but want the, the result. You want the result they got the year prior. Yes. Uh, they got they got a little too cocky there. Super Bowl eighteen wearing the fur coats and whatnot. They should have uh, focused on what they had in front of them. The Redskins would have had a legit dynasty on their hands instead of a uh, kind of a splintered dynasty. Like uh, one of the got to be one of the great regrets in Redskins history, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Uh, but. But neither here nor there. Uh, yeah, Alex Smith does not look good. Uh, he has done much of what you would think of him. He's managed the game, finger quotes. Um, he's not turned the ball over. But he's not looked sharp. And, like, some very shocking areas, he's not looked very sharp. The medium uh, range passes, the close range passes, he's been woefully inaccurate, which is very strange because that's not him. No. Historically, at least. It's not. I just wonder if that has something to do with chemistry. And we'll get better as the year progresses. Um, I hope You've so. You've got to hope so. And, I mean, he, he's he's played smart, but he's played super, super conservative. He And he's also missing open receivers because he's not looking down the field. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if uh, and, and I saw that the whole time. I was sitting in a different section than I normally sit in. The game I was sitting for, 3 which is uh, on the home side, about at the, I think, 15, 20-yard line or so. 
Uh, and it gave you a good view uh, of it. It's still a sideline seat, but you could see a lot of open receivers that he was just missing. And it wasn't just like uh, where it's like, oh, that wasn't his read type miss. It was, oh, he just missed him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he would have gone through his whole progression. He didn't see this guy that was just wide open down the seam. Right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on there. And uh, speaking of bad, just Josh Doxson. Um is, is it too early to label him Malcolm Kelly 2.0? Because I've been saying it for a while. <laughs> been saying it for a while. He's either hurt, can't get on the field, or he's just not good. And you look at him and you think he's got everything there to be a really, really good football player, right? A really good receiver. He's got the skills. Is it mental or does he not love football? Or is it just not clicking yet? What is it? He's in his third year. It needs to happen. I can't figure it out. Like, honestly, in his, early in his career, I thought it was injuries. And lately, I just don't feel like he wants it or something because, uh, you know, he's... So you're saying it's his passion. I, I think so. He's had plenty of opportunities. He's been on the field. He's been healthy. Um, he made a, a few good catches, but what? What did he have, 32 yards? I mean, it's not like he's doing anything. I mean, there were some... I, I'll, give him, I'll give him this. Uh, they needed those at that time. Yes, right, definitely. Um, we needed him still, to step up with Crowder yeah. and Richardson out, and he still only had three catches. You know, the Redskins' defense has just as many touchdowns as the offense after the half. <laughs> yeah, do I have, we haven't even scored a third-quarter touchdown all year. Yeah, that says something, right? Yeah, so that it's crazy. I mean... They've got to step it up. Like uh, they can be really, really good, and maybe the NFC East is down, right? Maybe, maybe the NFC East is down. You look at it; the Eagles aren't looking like they used to, like like they were for last year. And I don't, I'm not sure why yet. Uh, maybe you can, you, maybe you can tell me. Um, the Cowboys don't look great, as we saw. They just sent a first round draft pick over to Oakland for Amari Cooper. Uh, whether that was smart or not, I don't know. Um, and then you got the Giants coming up against the Redskins. They look woeful. They're just they're they're selling people off left and right, right? Yeah. Nah, I'll touch on a few things you said there. I think the Eagles won. Um, I think they're on a little Super Bowl hangover. I think that they're not in that Patriots no days off mindset. I think they uh, got a little full of themselves, got a little ahead of themselves, and thought they were better than they really were. Uh, yeah, finally, finally put something in that uh, trophy case. Yes, exactly. And and people have had a whole off season to study what they do and Doug Peterson's offense. So I think they've figured them out a little bit. Um, two, Marones are pretty much killing it with the same offense, though. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean that <laughs> that's true. But Jesus. Uh, no, <laughs> no. As as far as um, Dallas and Amari Cooper, like uh, if you look at the receivers that were drafted in the first round, like in the last three years, if they were going to go that route, uh, Amari Cooper's probably a safer bet because I, I was looking like eight out of the last uh, nine or ten first round picks in the last three years that were receivers are have all not panned out. The only ones that have really panned out are uh, as so far as Calvin Ridley, 
and um, mm. Dotson's definitely not fanned out. Or the, <laughs> not at all. So, so, so is he Malcolm Kelly 2.0? He may be Malcolm Kelly 2.0. I hope not. I, I think he needs to get rid of those stupid black pads inside of his helmet. Like, I think they're squeezing his brain during <laughs> the game that? or something. You buying that? They're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard, I've seen a couple people, like, uh, busted on him for that. Like, it's kind of funny, but... Uh, I've never seen yeah. anything like it. Like, uh, I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. I just know that uh, Alex Smith doesn't have anybody to throw to, and he doesn't look good otherwise either. Like, um, you seen that movie Little Giants? Yeah. You know when the kid comes out and he's, like, wrapped in, all in like, foam? That's yeah. what Josh Dotson and his black pads remind me of. Like, I, w- I would have made fun of him if he was on my high school team and he came out with that in his helmet. Like, <laughs> there, are, there are a few rolls of toilet paper with him. <laughs> So idiot, I'm like uh, just an idiot. Like, I want him to be good. Uh, I really do. Uh, but, uh, I do too, I'm, more than anything. I'm I'm uh, I'm pretty much done with him. Like uh, I think we're definitely the Redskins are definitely stuck with him to the end of the season. Um, if he's not good, it's it's time to just like see. Ya. Maybe we can trade like, him for uh, Demarius Thomas from the Broncos. I heard he's on the market. Uh, I don't know if they'll trade him straight up. Maybe, maybe they want a rookie contract, and they just want to have the contract, possibly. Yeah. Um, uh, I know people floated uh, Amari Cooper for Dawson straight up, and that sounded kind of, like, legit, mm-hmm. until the Cowboys gave him a freaking first for him, which sounds insane. <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad it was the Cowboys giving up the first, if anybody. Yeah, that that sounds like a Danny trade, <laughs> if you've ever heard of one. Right, yeah, first round for Jason Campbell kind of trade. Jesus. Uh, yeah, yeah. Champ, not even Champ Bailey. Uh, freaking, what's his name? Uh, God, Carlos Rogers. Oh God. The, the other Auburn guy they tra- they traded or uh, got in the first round that year. At least they Just, finally uh, started drafting from the right SEC school. Yeah, like uh, Carlos Rogers. Friggin' wouldn't even go to an eye doctor when he was with the Redskins. <laughs> finally went to an eye doctor the first year. He was with uh, the 49ers and made the freaking Pro Bowl. <laughs> Jeez. Now he's out of the league, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, uh, hopefully you forget your eyeglasses and get hit by a bus, you idiot. So as, far, <laughs> so as far as the Dallas game, from up in the stands, is there anything else besides what we've discussed that's kind of stood out to you? Dude, it was terrible. There were a ton of Cowboys fans there, like ton. And, I mean, just, like, chanting the whole time is very loud. It, there was zero home field advantage. Like, uh, maybe home field advantage for the Cowboys there. Like, uh, it was bad. Maybe that made us bad. play better because uh, we suck at home FedEx field is bad right now. I'm not even a kid. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. And, like, they're, they're still trying to charge $160 a ticket. Like, they've got tickets to the box office. They're trying to charge $160 a ticket. But when you play that bad um, at home so many years in a row, what, yeah, what do you expect like, the fans uh, to do? And, and I don't know. Like, uh, you would think if any game the whole year was going to be hot, it'd be that game. And it wasn't. There was a ton of Cowboys fans. It still wasn't sold out. It was bad. The uh, thing I did like about it, uh, and, and this is pure NFL pageantry, uh, the Redskins were wearing their home whites. I loved which it. Which made the Cowboys wear their most dreaded thing, their blues. They hate them. Yeah. They're losing them. They hate it. Redskins should always wear white tops, burgundy bottoms at home. I'm... I'm very, very much stuck on this. Must wear those at home. Away, I wish they'd wear wear white with with uh, gold bottoms or uh, burgundy with gold bottoms. Hey, I'm depending on what depending on what the the home team was wearing away. I'm good with like, uh, I'm good with that. 
I really like, uh, I'm, I'm just uh, I'm about the old school jerseys and I do like the gold pants I know some people don't like the mustard pants but uh, I'm into them but bring the white white home jerseys back with the burgundy pants against the Cowboys and those uh, blue tops and silver pants uh, that's that's NFL history you're watching right there and that's the way it should look that's the best in, thing in my opinion that's man. the best like, thing Gruden did all game <laughs> yeah I guess if Gruden did it I wonder if that came from Danny like uh, I know uh, Bruce Allen was a big, uh, big pusher of the gold, of the burgundy tops with the gold pants at home. Yeah, you know his dad, George Allen, uh, did that when he was the coach. So, is what it is. I was, I was happy to see it back. I'm a big Gibbs era fan. Obviously, you know I like results. Now let's talk about the uh, the big elephant in the room at the end of the game. There. Um, okay, first <laughs> of all, we have the ball. Okay, we got a ten point mm-hmm. lead. They pre- yep. predictably score. Um, Obviously, it's it's Redskins and it's Cowboys. What do you expect? Yes, exactly. So we get the ball back. They have three timeouts. All right, I get trying to make them use their timeouts. Why did we not even attempt like a play action on first down to try to get them, you know, off their game a little bit? I don't know, man. Like uh, you can run the ball. I don't, I don't if get it's that. Not, if it's not open, just like take a dive, like. A, a two-yard loss isn't going to kill you. But at, at least they were on what was it, the the second play. I think they they did it in shotgun, so it gave a few more seconds off the clock. Yeah, yeah, right. But it was and like then you have very Alex conservative. It was very non-aggressive. Like in the NFL these yeah. days, the aggressive coaches win. Like we got and, lucky, and and Chigurin is not aggressive at all. He doesn't have a doesn't have a set of Wilsons, if you will, between his legs. Like uh, when it comes to shit like that. Yeah, I don't He's understand not. it. Like, uh, I, I get you don't want to throw an incomplete pass. That's like the worst case scenario, but uh, that's the same thing as running out of bounds, is it not? You want to be a winner? You want to be a winner? We do. Gross it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you just got to gross it. And don't run out like, of bounds. Uh, and, and you're going to be judged for it either way, but wouldn't you uh, rather be judged for being a man? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, third down, they might as well have passed because the clock got stopped because and and let's talk about that. Like I really at first I really loved what Alex was doing, right? He's running out there, he's running some clock off. He might get a first, but then he pulled a cousins. <laughs> he pulled a cousins. He wasn't situationally aware. <laughs> yeah. This is why you're the quarterback and cousins is not for some reasons other than, you know, Bruce and Danny pissing cousins off. By being a prick during that 2012 Browns game, neither here nor there. But that's why he's the quarterback, situationally aware, and he did the opposite. He stopped the damn clock, and I was livid. I was livid in the stands. Oh, I know. I just, I just thought that was like a, our nail in the coffin right there. I was like, there. Oh, I thought that was it for the Redskins. They can't take shit like that usually. No, no. L- luckily, the defense held. You know, and. and on the other side of the coin, um, Dallas wasn't very aggressive either. They, uh, you know, they they marched it all right down the field, but they took zero shots at the end zone. They they were going for a tie basically. And uh, after you know Gallup had that long pass against us, I don't I don't know why they didn't at least attempt one ball towards the end zone. But I'm glad they didn't. I'm glad they got that snap infraction and hit. Especially with two rookie corners there at the end, like uh, the Redskins were down. Yeah, yeah, I know. You you think they would uh, you think they would have went after two rookie corners, right? That's what I would have thought, but uh, I guess we weren't aggressive. <laughs> they weren't aggressive, and uh, luckily we, and, we were and, the ones with the lead. 
And what did you think about that snapping fraction? Like, uh, <laughs> the guy said that he did it, you know, I do it. That's what I've done every time. I've done every time. It looked to me, that's that's illegal, like, as far as I know the rule, right? It is illegal because, like, a lot of time they'll choose not to call that, but if it causes the defender to jump off sides. Which it did. It did. So that's that's when it's automatically a penalty. It becomes not the ref's choice anymore when the neutral zone is, you know, Pass, so. And geez, man, that sound was great. Like that thunk, it sounded better than uh, Miller's hand off a pole for a Packers <laughs> loss. You know what I mean? Right. Um, like, you, uh, did, and and you know, I really, I wonder how a certain somebody's feeling about all this. Like, I I think he's probably happy. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's maybe try to give him a call and see what he thinks. All right, I doubt he's gonna pick up, but we'll try. It's our favorite part of the show. <laughs> Where we listen to ringing <laughs> I'm gonna, and Kenny's horrible voicemail. We, we need to like start off our show with Kenny's voicemail <laughs> as our theme song. Yeah, we'll do that next time. <laughs> <laughs> Just call him and this record is terrible. it. Yeah, he's he's uh, living pretty high, pretty uh, pretty big and large. Uh, but, but he feels the same way, I think, about the quarterback situation. Yeah, wow. Believe it or not. Yeah. Man. See ya. So uh, did, did you go? To, anyway, did you go to the Panthers game? Yeah, I was at all of them. Okay, just making sure. Um, so we'll we'll do a quick little rundown of the Panthers game since we didn't get to talk about that at all. Um, basically, against the Panthers, I thought you know that was the hottest start we've got off to all season. Um, and once again, we didn't keep the pedal to the metal, of course, and we all had heart Turnovers, attacks by the though. end of the game. Yeah, turnovers by the defense, though. Yeah, yeah. Jo- uh, and Josh Norman, like, coming up big after sucking bad against New Orleans and starting some Twitter beef and all that other shit. Like, uh, like I'll, I'll give it to him. I was I was a little dumb with Josh Norman for a little bit. Like, I was like, man, ugh, it's a bad look, buddy. And then, like, he showed out, though. He got his revenge. Especially against his old club. Yep, that was nice, man. Um other than that, I mean, I thought, again, the defense played really well. The offense was better than they were against the Cowboys, and uh, we did enough to beat them. So I, w- I was happy. I mean, we held at the end, which was another pat on the back to the defense. So they've saved our uh, butts this year. Well. Uh, yeah, like uh, if if the offense starts clicking, then things are – Things are going to look good for the Redskins because if you look at the schedule, there's not a lot coming up. Nobody has a winning record right now. Right, we got the Giants coming up and the Falcons. Um, yeah, who I like, watched uh, play each other on Monday night this past week, and neither of them were impressive. Man, like uh, things can look good, but here's the thing. I'm going to read this to you. This is a segue into the next segment, the next part of this conversation. All right. In their past 24 regular season games, the Giants are 2-1 against the Redskins and 2-19 and against everyone else. Hmm. Is this a trap game? Uh, it's definitely a trap game. And uh, they're, like, trading off all their players, too. So I, I don't know if it's just going to be – if it's going to fire them up, if it's going to have them down or what. But uh, I hope, they hope we don't overlook hot, them because we're going to New York. Three in a row, man. Well, they're going to New Jersey. 
Don't give them that much credit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not New York. Like, people in New York tell you that's not New York. <laughs> that's a good point. They'll call them the New York Giants, but they won't call that New York. Right, right. No, <laughs> totally <laughs> forgot about that. But, but thank you for clearing that up. We, we're on the road. Uh, Eli's historically play, had some pretty decent games against us. Uh, you know, Odell's always fired up when he goes up against Norman. So, um, with Dunbar out, We'll, we'll see. If I hope I hope we get some mind games in there and uh, old OBJ fights a kicking that again. That was amazing last time. I'll never forget that. I mean, I, I said Dunbar out like uh, this is like a very confusing injury. I'm not sure. If he, I'm not sure if he's out or not, but uh, they said he's had some um, had some sort of neurological uh, shin issue that he did in practice. Hmm. That's why he didn't play against uh, the Cowboys. Weird. So yeah, I don't. I'm not sure what what's going on. But he's been working off on the side, and and uh, well, they're gonna keep keep us up on his status supposedly. But I hope he plays. I hope so, man. Like uh, it's it's amazing to see how he's transformed from a a receiver into a really really competent, really good uh, cornerback this year. Like over the past few years, you've just really seen a transformation in this guy. Like, uh, it's it's a crazy success story. It, it's been great to see, and I, I would hate to see uh, I hate to see him be out, especially when he's had such a good year. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you know, other than getting beat that one play, though, you never really saw Stroman do anything too bad. Uh, thought he looked pretty good for a rookie, just getting thrown in there. No doubt. Like, uh, and I want to say the Redskins are still uh, pretty thin at receiver. You think they're going to sniff around Dez? This is going to be our, our weekly Dez talk. <laughs> I mean, if they don't get a receiver by the trade deadline, I think it's an option. Be interesting. Like, uh, you think uh, if they don't do it by the Thanksgiving game, uh, it's not going to happen? That's yeah. I'm gonna say that's probably the the cutoff on it, unless we make the playoffs. Uh, yeah, you know, you would think you'd want the edge with him. Cool. What, what do you think the Redskins got to look for here? Like, give me some of the top things they got to look for to beat the Giants, because for some reason something happens in the Meadowlands to the Redskins every time they go there. No matter how good they are or bad they are, those NFC's rivals just kind of get in each other's way. Yeah. What, what are some of the top things the Redskins got to look out for to win? And apparently Vegas knows that because we're only like a, a one-point favorite. So um, Yeah, they, they should know that. I mean, historically, look at it, man. Yeah, I know. E- even RG3 uh, lost that, that game in that miracle 2012 year. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, I mean, they've all, they always play stuff. It'll probably be a close game. I think the main things we need to worry about are putting pressure on Elox when he gets those happy feet. He gets inaccurate. Um and obviously shutting down Beckham uh, is big. But the number one thing, in my opinion, is that we have to watch Saquon Barkley because that kid is nasty. He is. He is. And uh, I know Kenny's listening right now going, Eddie's going to be so happy if he scores points because he's got him on his fantasy team. <laughs> That's not true, Kenny. Uh, but if he scores points, I mean, if, if somebody's going to score points, it better be him. <laughs> But I'm not cheering for him at all, not even a little bit. Um, but yeah, like uh, th- that's their main weapon, like uh, him and OBJ. But uh, I, I trust Josh Norman there with him. I don't know if he's going to be following him. 
But uh, there's something that just happens between those two that's just not good for uh, Odell Beckham's uh, mental health. Right. Life and he loses frustrated. it. Uh, he doesn't seem to have the best games. So it uh, should be interesting to see. Like uh, the, the Giants look terrible. It seems like they're just selling, selling the farm. I don't imagine that uh, Manning will be there next year maybe. Hard to say. Unless it's going to be like a wholesale, just like uh, 2,000 Redskins where they try to buy a Super Bowl type thing. Like, I just don't see him being there. Yeah. Like, maybe he goes to a team that's quarterback hungry and uh, tries to pull a a, a Broncos Manning again. When is his uh, contract up? Because he has a no-trade clause, I know, in his his contract. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he can have a no wa- uh, trade clause and still waive it, though. Yeah, true, true, if he wants to go somewhere else. But, um, I mean, what's your... It gives him a chance to control where he goes to, too, if that's the case. What's your prediction? <sighs> I like I hate to give the Redskins, like, uh, the benefit of the doubt. I really do, because uh, as soon as I do, they're going to get the shit kicked out of them. <laughs> 27 Redskins, 13 Giants. This sounds like it would be something I'd enjoy watching. <laughs> uh, yeah, I may or may not be wearing pants. <laughs> um, I'm going to say it's going to be 14 to 13 Redskins. All right, 14 to 13 Redskins. Where are you going to be watching the game at? Just to get old apartment. I'll be I'll be here in old uh, Baltimore. Uh, we're more than just murder. Well, uh, watching it. Hopefully your apartment and, won't be on fire while you're watching. Uh, yeah, I had an apartment fire this week. Uh, it was fun. Uh, everybody's alive for the most part. Uh, unless there's like any bugs, probably, or you <laughs> see it's in Baltimore. Or mice, maybe. Rats. Or, bom- uh, or bombs. In there. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not, I wasn't in the Obama administration or anything, so. <laughs> Apparently, uh, they're looking to Florida for that, um. But no, our, our whole family. Florida man. Apparently, I'm not <laughs> shocked at all. But no, our, our my whole family's had the flu. So, uh, oh Jesus. Yeah, that like honestly, I felt so bad on Sunday watching that Cowboys game. Like I enjoyed it, but I felt like death while I was enjoying it. So that's horrible, man. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting, but uh, we we all made it through. So I'm excited to see so, what happens this week. Speaking of making it through, man, uh, you've crawled from the cellar to be a contender in fantasy football. That's right. In the Turkey Jerky League. I mean, right now, the Chiefs stands alone, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I'm I'm just as unsurprised as you of the current results. But, I mean, it could be two Redskins fans once again in the championship. I'm waiting for you to come up. I'm waiting for you to scrap. It's not you. I hope it's David. They, they, right. They tried to catch me at uh, 0-3. They sent out a group text, 0-3. Oh, how about uh, we change the rules to top six, make the playoffs? I said, okay, I'm 0-3, but let's do it. Now I'm 4-3. and I'm coming for you. Oh, you're, you're coming up, man. I see you. You're, you're showing out. Can't wait for it. <laughs> Holy crap, there's the buzzer. This has been another episode of Hog in the Mic. I'm your host, Eddie Jenkins. For the other host, Maximum Bacon. Hail to the Redskins. Hail victory. Let's get three in a row. See ya. Take it easy. (laughs) Bye. Contact Hog in the Mic. Search for us and find us on Facebook, 
follow us on Twitter at HogginTheMic or send us an email at HogginTheMic at gmail.com.